millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by England fast bowler Stuart Broad, but he wasn't massively interested in talking cricket, although ultimately he was brilliant on cricket. Gave us a real insight (laughs) into the England dressing room. But he came on. He's been at Forest today with Stuart Pearce and a lot of the legends to launch the season. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was on good form, wasn't he, Stuart? Excited. Confident, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Spot on. Uh, We started a new series. Um, Charlie Baker slash Paul Hawksby's West Country Corner uh, where we, we focus on yes, uh, in Charlie's part of the world uh, but we had a great story for you today we had a bit of a chat you got involved yes. uh, as you always do and we talked about a new 18 hole underground golf course in Wales <laughs> didn't we Fantastic. the opposite of live golf indeed the opposite the antithesis so uh, here it all is Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. First time I've been on air since the glorious events of Sunday evening. Absolutely fantastic. I was absolutely... I was beside myself. Mm. You know what, Paul? It gave me closure. It gave me closure on not on Talk United losing to Hartlepool in the playoff final. I will never, I will never get closure Nothing on that. But that. I, it did give me closure on the the England Italy match. You were there last that day, year, which you, I was there for. Yeah. And you know, a bit of me, Paul, just for the social reasons mm. and for the historical reasons, I would have taken that result Sunday night over England beating uh, Italy last really? last summer. I, wow. I really would Charlie, have taken it right into it. Just for the just for the big. Bigger, bigger issue of the whole thing. Absolutely brilliant. What a team. What a, what an effort from them all. The, the, the way they won, the, 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 the atmosphere in the team, the, the goals were fantastic. Mm. Ella Toon, I was saying, bring Ella Toon on, bring Ella Toon on, of course, which is, I mean, it's quite easy to predict what Vigman was going to do because yeah. she did the same thing in every game. <clears> you know, so, mm. But, uh, Fantastic, absolutely brilliant. Me daughter, I've got a six-year-old daughter. Well, I was going to ask you that. I mean, is she is she kind of saying, Dad, I'd like to play? Because you, you're think plays, so. doesn't you, it? You'd think so, Paul, wouldn't you? But she d- didn't want to watch a minute of it. Really? Not a minute of it. Why is that? Just what, wasn't into it at what all. What does she want to watch instead? Well, I will tell you, I will, but isn't, I will say, isn't that good that it's normal for her? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That women's football is on and, the, and that they're winning and that success is being normalised well, uh, for women's that, football. Does she not like football? She's not, allowed she did, not to like football. Do you know what she asked to watch, Paul? What? The pole vaulting at the Commonwealth Games. No, no, no. I don't think there is pole vaulting at the Commonwealth Games yet, Um, but we watched it at the Worlds the other week, and uh, she absolutely loved it. Wow. Really into the pole vaulting. So, uh, a bit young to do it. I remember when they introduced. <laughs> how did you get it? into it? Well, it was at my at my sort of senior school. They introduced pole vaulting. I can't remember how old we were, but there was a lad called Kevin Mack. He was the only one who was any good at it. But basically, gave you a scaffold pole, and then <laughs> that's all you had. It can't have been a scaffold. It was what it, it was. It was basically a scaffold pole you started yeah. with. Rusty old scaffold. Still had sort of the old joining connector at the top. <laughs> it's a pretty pretty rough score. I, I wouldn't be at all surprised that. <laughs> The load the, of scaffolding. This shirt off turn. This is Kevin. But, this is Kevin. He's got but, your pole for you. But uh, yeah, Kevin was the only one who was any good at it um, at, in our age group. But yeah. he did start because if I suppose you can do it with a scaffold pole, you'll be pretty decent with a bendy one. He did go on to a bendy one. I think yeah. might have gone to Harry's. I don't how, know. He was how good. do you start? The pole vault, Paul. Yeah. How do you even practice what I was thinking? But yeah, she was massively into the into the pole vaulting. Yeah. So during the whole of the second half, can we can we put that pole vaulting back on? Yeah. <laughs> well, when you're watching the Olympics in years to come and she's winning the pole vault, exactly, you'll be a proud. If dad. you can see it, you can do it, Paul. Yeah. How do you? cart it around they put the pole you have to have a really long cart didn't we have one of our a couple of our one of our girls at the world's and all of her poles bent oh 
by uh, by the uh, by the airline. Okay, yeah. But she turned up and they were no, they weren't fit for use. They'd all, all been messed up by the airline. Carbon fiber now and everything. I suppose. Wouldn't they go into like a like your snooker queue case? I suppose you just. I wouldn't want to let mine. It's true, wouldn't it? It's got to yeah. break it up, don't you? You know when someone brings it, their, when someone brings their own pool queue. Yeah, you always let them pull. They'll be good. They've bought their own queue. You know, mm. is that what it's like with your with your pole when you turn well, no, up to pole vault club? No, I think if you go to the world championship, you can take your own pole, can't you? What's the non-league pole vault scene like? Do you think well, just I, sort of low-level pole vaulting? Well, it's just like quite poor. Or the masters <laughs> circuit, People just having a go at it. Yeah, your nan having a go. <laughs> the masters circuit. Um, Charlie had a nice idea earlier. I don't know what was wrong with ah. you, but um, yeah, nice idea. You were. T- I don't know how you just seen the, the well-known. Um, uh, company what three words yeah, what people a, may what have a brilliant seen. idea yeah it just allows uh, all sorts of people you know people in peril etc to mm. highlight exactly where they are uh, on earth with just three rather random than, words like giving out your postcode. banana monitor exactly. and that could be I'm sorry if I just announced where you live <laughs> that might be right inside your front door but it takes three <laughs> yeah. words but Charlie yes. you had a nice idea of I mean, your a ground, good fun yeah, idea. We yeah. thought, how how would you just, describe just your ground? Yeah, yeah, just a bit just of a fun. Bit of fun yeah, yeah. It's just afternoon we just won the Euros. There's no time for levity. <laughs> how would you describe? I was going to say White Hart Lane, but it's not that anymore. What's it called now? Um, not, well, I'm still London, calling it okay. White Hart Lane. The White Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, stadium. Until, until Anusol put the money up <laughs> and it becomes the Anusol Stadium. Daniel will take the money if it's enough. What three words are you using um, to describe White Hart Lane, Paul? Uh, Opposite Chick King. <laughs> oh, that's there lovely. are three words. Opposite Chick King. Doesn't is, narrow it down, though, does it? Doesn't it's, narrow it's it a, down. It's a, a, a global destination for concerts, for um, football, yeah. for rugby, for rugby league. It's been used for many different things, but ultimately on what three words? Opposite Chick King. There we are. That's, that's um, Spurs ground. Our producer. Yeah, John. Got a good one for Plain More. For Plain Your More, said, Lick of Paint. Lick of Paint. They're the <laughs> three words. Nice. They're the three <laughs> words for Plain More. So that kind of kicks you yeah. off. We've done our ones. But I don't think, I think, I know what we're going to get. I can always try and guess, second guess some of the listeners. Yeah. What we're going to get is three points or something like you know yeah, yeah. three points guaranteed yeah, yeah right, exactly we'll take, we'll, we can take yeah, we'll take those if you want but, but I mean look within reason you're more likely to if you're a bit more inventive you're more likely yes. to get them on do let us know talksport.com forward slash H&J text 81089 tweet TSH&J and we applaud we absolutely applaud Ajax for their decision to stop kids bringing in and adults even worse to stop bringing in signs that say oh. please can I have your shirt oh, the worst. they've said they don't like it anymore worse than a half it. and half scarf pool I'm yeah. saying absolutely so worse hopefully this is this is the end of it we applaud them it's just it got out of hand really you know more kids going in with signs than not as I say adults as well it, it's uh, it's a terrible thing but you know, you've got it's a, you, can, you know what's the next stage you know can I have your car can I have your house <laughs> I mean people have got some neck haven't they as my old name got you've neck. got some neck do you want to hear, you want to hear a you've got some uh, neck of story? I do, my my uh, missus doesn't mind you telling this because it is a bit of a family story. Uh, she lost her dad when he was uh, she was thirteen. Okay, um, and um, at the at the funeral, uh, one of uh, his friends was there, saying, "I can't believe he's gone. I can't believe he's gone. I was only with him. I was only with him last week. I was yeah. with him last week, and we were in the town. He was doing a bit of shopping." And he, I was with him, he bought a new pair of shoes. We were together last week. And he's going, oh, no, no. And he said, um, they're good shoes and all, obviously. <laughs> only a, obviously only a week old. Um, then just left long pauses. No, Paul. He was after the shoes. <laughs> he was, you know. Same size, with the same size. I, I, that was probably the next but line. We, we, are, we are the same size. I and love I, those shoes. I know we could hear this stunned silence and cups of tea going back into sources as everybody... <laughs> Well, sadly, looked at their shoes. So I'd say that's the ultimate. Yeah. That is the ultimate. You, that's the ultimate. You've got, you've some, got some neck. You've yeah, got some neck stories. So that's do lovely. let us know um, if you've got anything like that in the can I have your shirt. Uh, they're only a week old. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet to TS. H&J. Leicester City, what three words? No new signings, says Melanie. There we are, we're in. Um, Beautiful. See, some of it will come from rival fans. Exactly. And some of them will come from 
I mean, have a, have a pop at your own club. Yeah, have a creative one I mean, I'm one guessing about your Lucky is a Tottenham fan because he says the Emirates like a library. OK, it's Route 1. <laughs> you stand up for yourselves, Arsenal fans. Um, bowl of misery, says Carlin Romford. Um, I, think that's, I think that's West Ham. Yeah, 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 yes. I think so. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You wanted some, uh, you've got some neck stories. We've got a very yes. good one here from uh, Stuart. Mm. Right, While playing Sunday League, a teammate suffered a broken leg. Mm. Our striker then asked if he could borrow his new shin pads <laughs> as he wouldn't be needing them for a while. <laughs> that's not good, is it? It's not right, is it? No, absolutely not. Um, what three words? Uh, what best sum up your uh, football club? Um, Adam in Albury says uh, the Hawthorns warmest beer ever. <laughs> wow. uh, right, I, I'd, I'd counter that with review. good pies, though. They would oh, be oh, my right. three no, words. Very nice for uh, for West Brom. I think if you're going to do three negative words about a rival team, you have to do three positive ones as well. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> okay. If you're going to do it that you're way. You're setting that up, I you know. Um, so keep those coming. Uh, no longer at IX will you be able to ask players for their football shirts by holding up handwritten cardboard signs. I've had enough. We think you've got some neck if you do that, so let's have you. You've got some neck stories, plus those what three words that best describe yours or your rival clubs or any clubs, uh, stadium. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We're asking this afternoon, uh, what three words uh, best sum up uh, your stadium or indeed your rival's stadium? Some lovely ones, yeah. Good one, Dave in Chorley. And I, having been to games there, I totally agree. Oldham Athletics, Boundary Park, Ice Station Zebra. Oh, yeah. oh man, it's cold. Is are it? You, have you, have you, I thought they were the actual Are you going to go? Words. You've got them this weekend at got your a, place. A home you? this weekend. Oh, Oldham, they? now finally in the National League. Yeah. They've made it. Well, yeah, I saw they're the, going to walk it. Apparently, the new Paul. owner. They're gonna, said, apparently, they're going to walk it. He's good value. The new owner, Frank. Yeah, Although is. not if you're a Dorking fan, I think they're going to be yeah. rooting for him. Looking at the old press thing he did outside the ground. As all week. teams who come down to the Vanarama National League yeah. tell us, Paul, yeah. they're going to walk it. They're going to walk the league. It's only going to. They'll yeah. be up by Christmas. They're going to get National League. Charlie, they're going to get they? National League. They've got a ten-year stretch ahead of them, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand. You might. Yeah, you get. Well, you do eight years, then you do a year in in an, uh, in an open league, yeah. and then they. <laughs> then you're released up for good behaviour. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, you've got a 10 stretch coming up. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Some people have been classy for, for Spurs ground. Oh, yeah. Three words. These three words. Which mm. three words we've been asking for, haven't we, Paul? Yeah. Unused trophy cabinet, which we've okay. had. Which we've Charlie, had, Paul. Charlie knew that one would come. Yeah, Empty trophy cabinet, Seb. Yeah, that's right. And then he says, that. but in light of Charlie's request of a positive mm. uh, spin as well, because, you know, I think we need to do that as well. This is Joe in Hertfordshire. He says, classy when matters. That's nice, isn't it, Paul? That's oh, yeah, nice, classy when matters. Classy when, they, when it matters. Nice. When matters, that's nice. Uh, Mick from Blackpool, Carrow Road, uh, what three words describe the ground? Straight back up. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah this, that's, is, this is the perfect one. And then, of course, one. straight back down. <laughs> yeah. This is perfect. Stoke, uh, cold Tuesday night. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> that's very good. Perfect. I don't know if the good people at What Three Words are listening, but whatever, yeah. if it is hat stand, banana, drink, then th- these ones are better. These yeah, ones, I, th- I think no, so. that's not how the algorithm works. But, uh, yeah, do keep them coming. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Uh, quick one from Guy the Watford fan. Three new managers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, in one season? And they won last night. They that's did. A, what yeah, a great I watched, result. I, watched, I did the pleasure of watching the last 20-odd minutes of the yeah. game. It, it, um, yeah, Watford got it done. It did, but Rob Edwards... Uh, uh, Forest Green played really nice football, you know. Yeah. It was that that was always thrown at him, but and you wouldn't expect him to get a one 0 against Sheffield United on a Monday night. Very, very good. No. I think that's a great start for them. Paul Hawksby bought him jo- two more games at least. Yeah, I think it has. Probably be there to the end of the month. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. One of the listeners was trying to tell us that Boundary Park, Old Athletics Ground, was Ice Station Zebra. Yes. Uh, on um, what three words? But it isn't. No. Uh, it's a wind-up. Actually, according to this, Boundary Park is scare dining tribes. Oh. Most the thing is with what three words. Most of them sound like bands who play on a John Peel stage at Glastonbury. What's our past two? I want to go and see Scare Dining Tribes. They're That's really just how all bands will be named from now on. Won't yeah, you? put your home address will. in, and then it's the and what then three see words what you get. Okay. And, uh, my friend on Twitter has uh, sent me one, uh, and he said uh, John Michael White on Twitter. He sent me a picture of Derby County's ground, and it's he somehow changed the three words to Papa John's Trophy. Really? <laughs> <laughs> see, what I think that you is. can't. You can't, you can't change them. You Can can't, you change it? You can't not? officially change them. <laughs> Very funny, them. John. 
Um, I, I'm not sure who sent this. Oh, yes. Home of football for Preston North End. Oh, yes. Deepdale is the longest continually used stadium for football in the world. Not necessarily funny, but a lovely fact. Yeah, Thank you for sharing fact. it with us. Anonymous. Anyway, let's go and play golf in a cave in Wales. Why not? Uh, now, thrill seekers who, who go to the sort of Snowdonia and maybe do maybe go and do a bit of climbing, they then often zip wire. Oh, yeah. Incredible. You've probably seen the pictures. Uh, Down into a big sort of old clay pit, isn't it? Or something like that, yeah. Like a quarry, isn't it? Uh, zip World have got a, a sensational... Uh, um, a zip line that you can go on. A friend of mine did it a little while ago, said it was fantastic. They've now added uh, to the setup there uh, an underground cave golf course. Of course, so they, of course they have. Um, Marnie Birchall joins us now from Zip World. Hi, Marnie. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, good. We're, trying to find a, we're trying to find a sneaky way to do a show from Zip World yeah, we'd love so it. we can have a go on the zip line. Say, so a friend of mine's done it and said it was, was, it, it was fantastic. Now you've added the golf course. Yeah, I mean, we've got 21 adventures altogether. Uh, we're best known for our zip lines. Um, but we thought, right, what can we do that's a bit different to what we usually do uh, that maybe appeals to families and things like that? Um, and we had a bit of a, a space underground that uh, was disused after the old slate mining days. So we thought, why not pop um, underground golf down there and yeah. see how it goes? It's going pretty well so yeah, it's, great it's. I mean, looking at, I take it, it's like a sort of mini golf. It's not a sort of par four, four hundred and fifty yard dog leg left. I take it. It's 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 a, it, it, quite short holes. It's pitching. Well, it's it's mainly part. Never mind pitching part. I guess. Well, it's kind of like mini slash adventure golf. Mm, yeah. um, holes all together. Uh, so it'll take you a good sort of maybe hour and a half to get around the course. Okay. Um, it's split along four levels as well. The, the cavern that it's set in is huge. Um, so we've managed to build four stories of adventure golf in there. So, wow, yeah, it, it's pretty big. It does look good. Lovely lighting job as well. It does look, it does look like well, a light. Key, it looks, very, it looks like Laser Quest. I'm not going to have people going around with just pit helmets on. No, no it does. <laughs> it, it, it does look good. I mean, yeah. I'll tell you, rec recruiting, our producer seemed quite interested, actually. I think he quite fancies little job there. He could, he could be like the, he'd be like the pro, the yeah, club that'd pro. Be nice. yeah, yeah. Come out blinking into the light every day. It'd be a nocturnal yeah, are, creature. Are any of the holes underground themed? Because when you play sort of mini golf and, and par three golf like that, mm. they have themed holes often. Are the, are the, is it an underground theme? Yeah, so obviously it's set in an old slate mine. So um, we kind of wanted to pull that in and sort of nod to it, give a nod to its past. Mm. So all of the holes are slate mining themed. Um, and it's actually really, really fun. There's a load of old slate mining tools around wow. and you kind of got to navigate your way around them. Um, so while it's really fun and like, like amazing lighting and interactive elements and stuff like that, um, people still get to kind of learn a thing or two about the past of the slate mine, which mm. is really important. I take it those tools um, aren't cemented to the ground, yeah. Marnie. Don't a three-year-old picking up a pick, <laughs> yeah. playing with a pickaxe. No, like, Dad, I've got a pickaxe. <laughs> you know, there's, there's yeah, mil no, millions no, of no millions of pounds being problem. spent on live golf at the moment. Is there is there likelihood of a of an underground tour that's going to happen? You know, the people come. Play like underground path, like an, an offshoot underground an offshoot, mini yeah. golf. Yeah, look, it's a lovely thought, Charlie. <laughs> you're, it, not, it, you're not here for it, no. Does it does seem unlikely? Um, what's your what's been your best round, Marnie? What, what oh, are you yes. getting? What are you getting round? And give us a marker, somebody who's played the course a few times. You know what? You're going to absolutely hate me. I've not had a chance to play it just yet. Mm, really? Oh. I know. I know. I'm devastated. Um, we've been doing lots of sort. It's our launch week this week. Um, so we've been doing lots of sort of press visits and things like that, and it's just open to customers. Um, so I've done a lot of showing people around, mm -hmm. um, and I've seen people, and I just can't help but think I'd do a better job than everyone I've seen so far. Oh, okay, <laughs> well, there nice. we are. Fighting, Fighting talk. talk. Yeah. Uh, and if some people don't like being underground, I mean, they probably wouldn't play it in the well, first yeah. place. <laughs> if you don't know, I'd, I'd suggest but if you you've got kids who want to play claustrophobic. it, Paul, if you've got yeah. kids who want to play it and they yeah. want to do the underground course, mm -hmm. you don't like it. Is there a quick way out? Do you get shown out? Is there a big torch? Can you turn a big light on? Um, yeah, I mean, if, if you're if you're hating it, well, most people think it'll be claustrophobic, but actually, the cavern is so vast mm. that it it's kind of difficult to feel claustrophobic down there. But if you do, um, we've got two ways out. We've either got like the uh, the exit tunnels, 
um, or you can go out the same way you came, which is on Europe's deepest cable railway. Um, the old uh, the old rail track that the miners used to take up and down. Um, and yeah, that's available as well. So it's just like sitting on a little train. And take a jumper. It's uh, Obviously, it's, a, it's, it's you're 500 oh, feet yes. down. It can be a bit chilly down there, Marnie, I understand. Is that right? Yeah. Um, it's a consistent eight degrees all year round, right. so um, yeah, I'd recommend wrapping up. Okay, wow, fantastic. Wait. I'm just more interested in Europe's steepest cable railway. To be honest, that oh, sounds really? fantastic. Was that there anyway? Was that there for the for the miners to get down there, or did you have to to lay that cable yourself? Yeah, it was already there, um, and yeah, we've been able to utilise it, which is amazing. It just makes the experience like even more authentic. Uh, you can you can tell you're not going somewhere that's um, sort of been manufactured it's it's oh. the real deal it sounds good money we're, we're gonna try and find a way to do a show there yeah lovely. but uh, look good to talk to you best of luck with it thanks very much oh thank you so much thanks here we are marnie birchall there from zip world it'll be no, it'll be no ba- it'll be no babacombe cliff railway paul no the, the very few the, things are very few you've gone very are. early for charlie baker's we- um <laughs> what west country what we call it oh yes West Country Ch- News. Paul, Paul Hawksby's West Country oh, okay. Corner. West is. Country Corner, that's you bring it. it up. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Coming up shortly, the first in uh, an occasion, well, maybe not an occasional series. It really does depend so on the goes. quality of the stories that are out there. This is Charlie Baker's uh, slash Paul Hawksby's West Country Corner. There's some disagreement at the moment whose country corner well, it is. Your, it's your idea, Paul. I'm just I bit, don't want people to think I'm like dominating the show. No, it was with, my look, by, this was you know, this was my idea. I'm not I'm just sure. not like you came up with it, but Thank you. Um, only because I had a, a good story that I thought would I'm looking forward that to you'd it. like. So we'll be uh, doing that. I mean, you know, you might suggest that I'm looking forward to what you're London centric with me and Andy, yeah, exactly. so it's important we have a bit of West Country corner, a bit of re- West Country representation. I'm looking forward to what you think is the West Country. That's what I'm looking forward to because um, okay. earlier on I was speaking to Joe, uh, well, was this the, happened the producer in, of Drive. Don't tell me yet. Don't is that now? This happened, no, it happened in a, in a place called Neasden, so that's the West Country. No, it's not. <laughs> <I'm only here. laughs> Joe was saying, talk, I was talking about, Forrest, he's got he's an Ipswich fan, they've got yeah. Forest Green Rovers on mm. on uh, Saturday, Ipswich. He said, that's your end, isn't it? That's your part of the world, isn't it? Forest Green. Yeah. I said, do you know how far away that is? <laughs> do you know how far, how long it would take to get from Plainmore to Forest Green? Probably about two hours, probably about... 180 miles. Yeah. It's like being in London and going, oh, you're Birmingham. That's your end, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's your end. Well, you know, you see? So I'm interested to see where we, where we are with Everywhere's West Country. Everywhere's a trip from Ipswich, exactly. apart from <laughs> Norwich, obviously, which is the trip they don't want to make. Anyway, let's, should we bring it to you now, our new series? Then we go oh, have some more of your nice, what, three words for your ground shortly. But uh, here is the, the first, um, we asked Charlie to go and record a jingle. Our expectation was, he would say, Charlie Baker's West Country Corner or something, some central casting. Uh, but it got a little bit more elaborate than that. We may only play this once, but anyway, this is what he came up with. It's Charlie Baker's West Country Corner. Tom Pierce, Tom Pierce, lend me your grey mare. All along down, along out, along Lee, for I want to go to Whittacombe Fair. With John Stewart, Bill Brewer, Peter Gurney, Peter Devy, Harry Hawk, Dana Wooden. It's Charlie Baker's Country Corner. It's Charlie Baker's Country Corner. Hold on. That's right. Get here. Get it. Come by. All right. Get on then. Sit up, Tiro. Bye-bye now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Not bad, so, is it? Quite understated, really. <laughs> Just got that out of the way quite quickly to get us into the piece. Just got us into it, didn't it? It did. It just eased us into Never it. Ever heard so, that song before? Are they all ex-talking players? <laughs> no, that's the uh, that's the uh, that's, uh, old old Uncle Tom Cobbley and all. That's the Ballad of ah. Widdicombe Fair ah. about a dead horse, Paul. So Josh coming from that part of the world. This is the there of exactly who? Whatever happened to him? But Where the, is he? So it's, this is all. This is a proper old West Country name, isn't it? Yeah, it is indeed. Yeah. Josh Widdicombe is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. It's really on brand for him, isn't it? I'm yeah. Sick of him, Paul. <laughs> Absolutely sick of him. What's he doing? Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, you ready? Come, I'm lovely. I'm looking forward to it. Now, uh, this involves a Shetland pony called Patrick. Okay. Um, Shetland already. It's not a Dartmoor pony, is it? No. It's okay. a Scottish pony, Paul, already. He's a pony. He's called Patrick, and he's the mayor of Cockington. We're in. That's just outside Torquay. It is, just That's down the nice. road. little thatch cottage village there. So this is the story, and it's contentious. They'll um, have been worried during the lightning and the, and the heat wave. They'll have been worried around there. Really? Oh, yeah. 40 degrees on a thatch cottage roof, Paul. Oh, yeah. You don't want that, do you? 
No, that's that's very true. It's, it's a fire risk, isn't it? Insurance men will be rubbing their hands down. Well, no, I'm not too vigorously. Not if they've got a stick in them, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Creating a bit of smoke. Of course not. Now, it's true. It's a Chetland pony called, okay, yeah. called Patrick, and he's the mayor of Cockington. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> no, he really is. Not a euphemism. Ow. That's what he is. Um, and there's a problem. Okay. Because is he's, it that he's a Shetland pony. He's a th- he no, <laughs> no. Well, he can't get the thing around his neck. Right, sure. You can always oh, hear him coming course. when he's wearing that chain of office. But um, he's a therapy pony. Okay. And uh, what he does, he operates from a, from a pub garden. Okay. Right? What does he say? Sit on the couch? No, he, that's right. Just, <laughs> yeah. just lay down there. That's right. He gets dogs in. He gets dogs in. Just lay... I'm not allowed to lay I'm on the allowed. couch. I'm not allowed. Really well, do that. Come on, Tommy Cooper, <laughs> circa 1972. So anyway, uh, he, he goes in a pub garden, the mayor of Cognington, Patrick the uh, Shetland Pony. Uh, it's the drum in. Grade two listed. Okay, so it's yeah. like a lovely pub. Lovely, the yeah. village... John, our uh, producer, showed me pictures of Cockington. Well, yeah. it. It's like um, like chocolate box. It's beautiful. It's a lovely looking place. Yeah, it is. Well, the drum in. If you go to the model village in Babacombe, I mean, this is. Do you want West Country corner? Because I can get as wet country as you like. Yeah, uh, Paul. If you go to Babacombe model village, Mm. they have a version of Cockington there, and it's on fire. Oh, is it's, it? It's a bit of it's on fire, yeah, yeah. What, so. currently? Is this breaking currently, news? You know, it, but it, it's it, part no, of it's the show. It's constantly on fire, yeah, it's like yeah, a, yeah. It's constantly on fire. How do yeah. they do that? Is I don't it know. Like, like an eternal flame under Cockington. That's de- <laughs> that, yeah. that, I think that's what the Bangles were writing about. <laughs> I think it was. Babacombe Model Village. <laughs> it was. Uh, so, um, anyway, he's a therapy pony. Lovely, yeah. And um, he goes into the garden and, uh, yeah, interact. I got an interactive pen where the kids can come up. Lovely. And people, whoever wants to come up yeah. and give him a bit of a stroke, Patrick, yeah. the mayor of Cockington, <laughs> and Patrick enjoys the occasional Guinness. They I'll tell bet us. He does. Well, who doesn't? But I wonder. So we'll have that. This is what happens when you've got an animal in a pub. If you've ever watched a, a local news story, um, he'll he'll drink it from an ashtray. Oh, lovely! Yeah. An old boy will come in <laughs> and he'll put the Guinness in an ashtray. Yeah, and he'll drink from that. And then they have a bag of cheese and onion crisps. They yeah, always like lovely. a bag of crisps, don't they? they love, oh, they love it. Yeah. So anyway, there's a, there's what a, sort of therapy is Patrick offering? He's I think he's, he's, a, psycho, just, he's a psychoanalyst, <laughs> as far as I remember. That's what he majors in. That's it's like The majors. Sopranos, isn't it? When, uh, when he goes to yeah, his therapist. It's a bit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been better, actually, if Tony Soprano had been a Shetland, been a Shetland pony. Would been, it would have been a better show. The gravitas have got the level of, of, of performance. But um, <laughs> anyway, Patrick, and you go there and stroke him. And who's stepped in? Feel free to boo. Um, they've uh, Torbay Council. Oh. Torbay Council have stepped in. No, I bet they have. And they've said Patrick, the mayor of Cockington, can no longer operate from the pub garden because it needs to be defined as official grazing land. Can you believe that? So small mindedness. Their, their problem is with the pub, is it? Not with the pony. Being they, a therapist, they feel that the pub garden that needs to be needs to be. But you're listening to talk sport, by the way. Needs to be decreed official grazing okay. land. And how do you get it to be grazing land? Well, I don't know. Torbay Council probably do it yeah. at the moment. You know, this is Patrick, the mayor of Cockington. He's missing out on yeah. probably about two hundred and fifty pound an hour. Yeah, uh, in in fees. And I'm and the just kids. saying, Torbay Council, they are. They will be. Uh, furious, they didn't have the idea first, Paul. Yeah, that's all it is. It's pure jealousy. Do you know how he became the full mayor? of Exeter fans? I reckon. Let me let me tell you how he became the mayor. The 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 unofficial mayor sadly passed away. Oh, and so when the locals were asked who they'd like to be the next mayor, they said Patrick the Shetland. What, what was the official mayor? An owl or something? Was it? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'll finish now because <laughs> okay. you know, a joke's a joke, not a ruddy <laughs> pantomime. Uh, Torbay Council said this. This is a designated com. Uh, uh, conservation area yeah. and he's next to a listed building and we need to ensure historic areas like this are protected from unauthorised development it's yeah. a pen it's a, for the mayor people are enjoying it kids pet him people are people it's people's therapy well there we are that F- was far be it for Torbay District Council to want people out to have a nice time in Torbay yeah. You know, a, 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 a place that relies solely on tourism for its only, you know, That's income. Right. I know you're getting annoyed in there, aren't you? Where's That's Life when you need them? <laughs> Esther, come on, we need you back. I will say, so far, this is, one for Joe West. <laughs> this is one for Joe Lysett to get involved Another in. successful comedian. Yeah. Uh, so far, Paul Hawksby's West Country Corner does seem like you're going, you all have... 
ponies down there and I on an end well, of a bit of string. I just like the fact a horse is a mare. I thought that was a good place to start. Not that I'm suggesting it's a horse. horse. So pony, there we are. That was Charlie Baker's. Have we got an out? Have we got an out going? Paul Hawksby's trail. Have we got a little out going one? You top and no, no, no says the producer. <laughs> not going to play that long one again. No, Maybe we, we can to find a smaller edit. There for we are. now, though, that I was... liked it though, Paul. Okay, well, it's maybe good fun. It's... You won't always. If get... people want to send in stories for it, yeah, sports based, preferably. Yeah, it's sport it doesn't have to be sports based, but um, yeah, West Country Corner. Charlie Baker's West Country Corner. It's Charlie Baker's West Country Corner. Hold on, that's right. Get here. Get it. Come by. All right, get on then. Sit up, Tiro. Bye bye now. <laughs> I like that. Shortened to the point. <laughs> The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We asked you earlier on um, what three words you may have heard of the uh, the app that uh, yeah. the positional app. We Very can call clever. it that. Um, uh, and we were asking what three words would best describe your ground or maybe a rival's ground. Uh, so keep those coming. Talksport.com <laughs> forward slash H and J text to eight ten eighty nine. Uh, Oxford United's Kazam Stadium. Bob from Whitney, that part of the world, of course. You're part of the world, Charlie. Yes, these days, um, only three sides. They <laughs> would be. They would be. They would be the well, three. Not for words. long. They might, be, they might be moving stadiums very very soon. There's a there's some yeah. there's some uh, planning planning news planning uh, oh, okay. gone in for somewhere else in Oxford for a new stadium. Uh, Spurs a lot of Spurs actually, Paul. Oh, is it okay? Of, uh, nice cheese room. Oh, nice cheese room, yeah. Uh, high blood that came from one of the high blood pressure came from one of the That's other listeners, very nice. uh, and there's a lot of kind of gallows humour from fans of clubs such as. I take it this is a Birmingham City fan, uh, Jason in Worcester says uh, League One ready, and uh, <laughs> Bristol City's ground uh, three words receding prem dream says Robin oh, Bristol. Yeah, he could so. be a Rovers fan. Right at the Keep those coming in the three words that best sums up. Yours or a rival's stadium. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Charlie was telling us his six-year-old daughter... Six? Charlie, is that right? She's six, yep. Yeah. Uh, couldn't get into the women's Euros. Uh, not interested. Wasn't bothered. When the game was on, she wanted to watch the pole vaulting. <laughs> She'd been watching it the week before, Paul, at, yeah. the, at the Wills. Is there any pole vaulting on? <laughs> and somebody's just given us a, and I mentioned I said, how'd you get into it how'd you get yeah. into maybe she well, I, you know. I mentioned that at school when about uh, when I was at uh, senior I mean you know we didn't have all the equipment it wasn't the, you know alright okay um, so basically you started off with a scaffold pole all the equipment <laughs> you mean you had the mat to land oh on. yeah, it was yeah. A, no it was a sand pit so you went into a sand pit not a mat yeah well, no wonder you didn't go very high yeah exactly <laughs> Um, so one of the listeners, not put their name on this, just okay. given this a, a bunch of amazing facts about pole vaulting. Oh, lovely, go on. Uh, the best way to start pole vaulting is to contact your local athletics club. Okay. Oh, okay, sure. Up until now, the 90s uh, women... Uh, sorry, up, and, so up until the 90s, women were banned from pole vaulting. Now, both sexes can start at under 15 Up level. to the 90s? Is that right? To the 90s? It doesn't seem right. He's just making this stuff up. But maybe he isn't. It is in the Commonwealth Games. Only Bleasdale may, may still be injured from the bre- breaking a pole at the World Championship. Your mean. daughter would have known that. Yeah, she would have been Some of these facts, ultra. maybe they are right. Holly Bleasdale ultra, she is. Um, vaulters need a roof rack and carry the poles round in twin walled UPVC drainage pipes for protection. <laughs> Two for one at Wicks at the moment, apparently. Yeah, that's, so just that's pop, true. You pop down there, yeah. Um, the mixture of uh, speed, strength, and gymnastic ability makes it possibly the hardest sport. Uh, to learn no, so thank you very, very much for all those facts somebody didn't put their name women in the, couldn't do it to the 90s uh, is that, that right true, is that true? it doesn't feel know. right I think he's put a few curveballs in there the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast ready to pop the question the jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We did ask you uh, for your what three words that best mm. summed up your club's ground, and you've been sending us some this yeah, afternoon. Gary, the Watford fan, having a pop at Luton. Oh. Um, he says, what three words for Kenilworth Road? Enter through house. <laughs> that is true. Um, which is kind of true. true. Yeah, you almost. Good signing yeah, for yeah, Luton yeah. today, uh, Paul. Uh, McAtee from Grimsby Town, and then they gave him Grimsby Town all the money and then loan him back for a season. That's Their best player. Unbelievable. That's business good business. For Grimsby um, Town. Joey uh, for uh, Blackpool. Um, he says tangerine, not orange. They're the three That's words. a good point. It's important. For the stadium. The pub in Stevenage says, uh, uh, Jacobs, I'm assuming Andy Jacobs, Jacobs inspired three words for Stevenage. What's the point? Oh, what's the point? That's a bit harsh. And he comes from Stevenage. Support your local club. Wrexham, massive floodlights. They have got big floodlights. Big floodlights? Is floodlights one word, Paul, or two words? Um, I'd go one word. I'd think one word I'd go as one well. Word. So you've got another word to play with there. Um, Reading. Reading's going, never enough bovril. They were the three words that is one that, of the listeners came up with. I think it's just dust, isn't it? Bovril? They just you have a, in like, in amount, as much dust as you need, as much bovril dust as you ever need. I remember back in the days at, uh, at Wembley, they ran out of hot water. They've done that a few times at Tottenham. Did they? On a very cold day. They just hot saying, water? Yeah, they've got a bunch of urns. For your tea, for your tea, I don't know, obviously, but for the teas and... How uh, they on, run out of hot water? On a very cold day, should I, did I say hot day? On a very cold day, they ran out of hot water. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they didn't nice. take us anywhere. We asked you about uh, people who've got a bit of brass neck, as yeah. your old man might say, and Kurt said, I was at a party, house party, and a, had a blistering argument with my girlfriend when we both screamed, it's over. Okay. My so-called mate came over later to put his arm around me and console me and said, by the way, I've asked Billy for her phone number, mate. <laughs> hope you don't mind. Didn't mess about. Oh, did he? Straight in. Thank you, Kurt. Thank so you I very reckon much. that happens a lot more than you know about. Very much uh, for that. that. What else have we got? got uh, Chloe Kelly has uh, said she's going to be put the now infamous sports bra. She took her shirt off oh, celebrating yeah. the goal. Said she's going to uh, put that in a cabinet along with the, the, the match ball and the medal. One for medal. the museum, isn't it? One for the, sp- National, for the Football National Football Museum. Museum surely. I'd like to think they'll be sort of twisting her arm and saying Look, it, it's, it's an iconic piece of English footballing history now. So I think much like... You know, it'd be a nice thing to do, wouldn't it? What was interesting about that goal, Paul? It was quite a modern goal, wasn't it? Because mm. she stopped. She knew she had to. She knew yeah. she couldn't celebrate. Well, she, she'd kind of. She'd rolled the goal, she put went. her backside in a bit, and you thought, was that a foul? Because the goal went down. She was obviously screaming for a foul. The German player. Yeah. yeah. And so you don't know. There's do a lot you? of that went on there, Paul. And they did stop just for a moment, didn't they? Yeah. It's interesting now when you watch a lot of the celebrations of it. They seem to have cut that out. Oh, really? You've noticed? Yeah. Like it was a lovely, seamless moment. So when off, off she ran. They knew the job was done, but that wasn't the case. We no. saw them stop. I think, you know, is it going to be VARD? But, yeah, and uh, I liked uh, Jill Scott. Do you see? Do you see that uh, slow motion yeah. Jill Scott's yes, reaction? Right. Yeah, Paul, yeah. that was good, wasn't it? So I said it didn't really need the lip readers, did it? <laughs> not, not massively so. Um, we've said this before, but the, the, the Sun furnished us with a bunch of pre-Premier League facts. Um, and one of them was in his three seasons at Brighton, Boss Graham Potter has a thirty-two percent win rate. With a beard, but only 24 when he's clean shaven. Wow. Not a massive surprise. That we said the beard was a turning point for Graham, wasn't it? I mean, as soon as he grew it, well, he doesn't have to. He can concentrate from very, very, very early morning, can't he? You know, because he doesn't have to worry, worry you about think shaving. That extra 10 minutes, that extra he gets. 10 minutes. You know, he's not going to shave my face. Yeah, yeah. more preparation. Like shaving in itself can be a sort of contemplative time, can't yeah. it? When you're having shaving to think about other things. Yeah, well, you're a regular shaver, aren't you? It's never a great so. look coming in with little bits of tissue all over your face. Yeah, it doesn't look good. In in a press conference, do does it? But uh, yeah, do that. Useless Another fact. person saying that Oldham Athletics Ice Station Zebra. I can't believe that this is. That's what we would like if you are on the app. It's the, not uh, the, uh, the, the my what three words app. I don't Tell be- us what your ground actually is. That would be good. Pulling it for the last fourteen minutes of the show. Would be lovely. Yeah. Would um, be absolutely lovely. You can tell us what they really are. You can look them up for us if you don't mind. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet to uh, TSH&J. Yeah, I thought the uh, Euros tr- of trophy was a bad trophy. Was the only other thing. I, I like a trophy, Paul. Right. And I, and I thought, 
when I saw what they were handing over, I thought, this is not being designed very well. As a Tottenham fan, Charlie, there's no such thing as a bad trophy. <laughs> yeah, we Cup. move What's on. What's the Audi Cup like? Could, um, beautiful trophy. Could the uh, could Nottingham Forest, uh, back in the big time, could they have their hands on the Premier League trophy at the end of the season? Let's not uh, run before know. we can walk. But you've got to dream big. Exactly. What's the point otherwise? As a professional sportsman, I'm sure England fast bowler and Forest fan Stuart Broad agrees. Hi, Stuart. Hey, Stuart. Oh, uh, yeah, how are you guys? Yeah, Good, well, thank thanks. you. As I said, you've got a dare to dream, haven't you? We've seen teams come up and impress. It, it, you should, they want to start the season thinking it's going to be a fight for survival. I was actually listening to your show earlier mm. uh, in the car on the way up to Nottingham and um, you were saying you're going to speak to me about my nerves, but I don't feel nervous. I feel really calm. I oh, feel good. like Forrest have made some great investments over the summer. We've got a manager that the whole club trusts and it's amazing what the owners put into the club over the summer and for us to be able to attract the sort of quality of player that, that we have, um, you know, I've got a real belief that we'll surprise a few clubs this season. Yeah, you look, you've, you've lost a couple along the way, but uh, generally, as you say, that the, the signs are good. Some good players have come in, some good business from, from Liverpool and indeed from Manchester United. The, the Jesse Lingard story, was, again, as somebody in sport, I wonder what you made of all of that. It was a kind of mad time, wasn't it? Everybody questioning what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, as a Forest fan, I'm absolutely delighted. You know, for us to to attract the sort of quality of a of a Manchester United player and someone who's had great success at the international level uh, with England and someone who's really motivated to to try and get in that England World Cup squad, I think we're going to see a really energetic and driven uh, Jesse Lingard at Forest. And I think uh, I was you know intrigued and in listening to a lot of people saying he was doing it just for the money, etc. But actually, he'd probably go abroad if it was just for the money. I think. I think what um, would have attracted him to Nottingham Forest, having spoken to Steve Cooper, is the project that's happened here, the the improvement that we've shown over the last sort of eight months and the drive that, that the owners got for, for Nottingham Forest as a club. We want to try and establish ourselves long-term in... Um, in the Premier League and to be honest from a club's point of view it's an absolute no-brainer you sign someone on a on a one-year contract uh, and whatever you pay them if they keep you in the Premier League it, it's going to pay you back it really will and and when that was the really first player that came in this summer for, to, to Forest that, that really made people sit up and listen didn't it can you remember being a, a young player um, and, and an overseas player coming into the ground who was that for you Stuart? Uh, well I mean my my Forest hero is uh, Stuart Pearce I've been lucky to spend the whole day with him today so it's mm. been really enjoyable yeah. um, but you know I, I, I probably started going much more often in the in the era where sort of Paul Hart and Joe Kinnear were were managers and I had David Johnson who's lad now Brennan's our, um, our uh, secret weapon yeah. in the Premier yeah. League so you know it's uh, it's an amazing uh, club I was born in Nottingham it's, a, it's got an amazing connection with it being uh, just over the road from the cricket ground, and to, to for the city of Nottingham to to have a Premier League side, I was classed as the home of sport, Nottingham. I think that's just because I, <laughs> I play here and was born here. But um, for us to have a Premier League side, the how that will grow the interest and in the get kids playing football or cricket or whatever any sport in in the city is uh, is huge for the city. So it's it's amazing to to have Premier League football back in Nottingham, and I'm sure there'll be listeners out there who will be looking to have an away day at, at the city ground this year and you won't be disappointed. It's, yeah. um, it's a really special place to watch football. The, the atmosphere is awesome. And, um, you know, I don't think there'll be many, many Premier League sides looking forward to coming to the city oh, ground as, as a support staff and players. Cause uh, you know, I think we could surprise a few this year. It's uh, Newcastle up first. I mean that, you know, it, that's a, a great trip, isn't it? A full house uh, at their place. That'll be, that'll be fantastic. Yeah, awesome. And also like an opportunity, you know, it's uh, obviously they've had a huge amount of investment of Newcastle and they've got a great manager and a, a really good squad. But it's not like you're starting at Man City away and you think, oh, gosh, you know, you know, yeah. that is a really, really brutal start. So although it is a it's, a it's a tough start for us in the Premier League with Newcastle away and then West Ham at home and Spurs. There's a chance there. There's an opportunity to try and pick up, you know, four or five, four, six points and get ourselves moving. Well, one thing Steve Cooper has put in, in the squad, though, in, in, in is belief, isn't it? There's, mm. there's no fear. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the fans are going to play a, a huge role in that as well because the, the lift that the fans gave the players towards the end of the run-in of the, the championship and then the day out we all had at, at Wembley, which was um, will live long in the memory, we've got to remember that, you know, the Premier League is a, a slightly... 
you know it's an extremely different level and we're, we're not going to have that run like we did in the championship where it's great you know you're going to the city ground and you're going to see goals and you're going to get wins we have to stay behind the team at all all situations but one thing I know from watching Forest play over the last eight months while Stevie Cooper's been in charge is we'll give it a great go you know we're not going to come and try and just keep a clean sheet and nick a point we're going to try and score goals and 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 move the ball with pace and whip the ball in and you know I think I think we'll be an exciting addition to the Premier League actually and and until Christmas you'll have maybe a bit of time to get to some games you would hope I hope so yeah I'm actually I can't go to the first I think three because we've got cricket commitments Mm -hmm. but then after the Old Trafford test match against South Africa we actually play Man City at the Etihad so that could work could work really well um so yeah i'm hoping to get to a few actually molly and i are expecting our, our first child in november yeah, which which is time nicely with the world cup break yeah um <laughs> and then you know settle in for six weeks and then get back going to premier league games i've not discussed that with molly just yet but that's my plan. <laughs> good luck with that Stuart. that's perfect timing isn't it you have a new baby yeah. coming along just you got a month of football to yeah watch. lovely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fantastic um Absolutely. you've been busy today with Stuart and and the rest of the forest players but uh Good news is you're in the squad for South Africa. I hope somebody's told you. Actually, I had a missed call from Baz McCullum yesterday. <laughs> uh, but he, of course, because he's in New Zealand, he can only call you at a certain time in the morning. Oh, so right. I, I didn't pick up. But uh, yeah, he then WhatsApp me saying, you know, you're in the squad for the South Africa series. Look forward to it. So yeah, I'm actually down um, commentating at the 100 tomorrow. So having a bowl with Jimmy Anderson to... to uh, build up for that we've got a training camp at Loughborough Uni next week uh, leading in just because there's no Red Bull cricket to to sort of get any match practice mm. but you've got to try everything you can to to build your fitness and your rhythm um, outside of outside of playing but you know Jimmy at 40 and me at 36 I think we've got mm, enough yeah. uh, miles in the tank to be able to do that bit of a milestone for Jimmy isn't it big, the big four I mean I'm sure you, you've, you've got all your old man gags all lined up the squad I'm sure uh, yeah, I was at his um, little 40th birthday bash at his house on Saturday, actually. It was great. I mean, he, to be honest, he's one of those, he just doesn't age. Mm. He, he looks, he looks, same, he looks exactly younger same. now than he did at his 30th. Yeah. It's, just, it's just bizarre. But um, no, he's great to play with. He's, he's one of those guys that, you know, you just, you, you look at his, I know they're easy to say, but professionalism and drive and all that. But actually at 40, still playing test match cricket yeah. is an astonishing feat and credit to you know, him his family the support they've given him um, and there's no stopping him I think he'll be going on for a bit longer yeah mm. uh, Ollie Robinson's back which is good news um, he's had a bit of a time of it hasn't he since Caribbean in March I didn't know that so no, that, mm. I, that's uh, that's good to hear you know he's, I watched him at, um, his first game back at Trent Bridge last week uh, you know, he's, a, he's an incredible bowler. He's got he's got all the attributes you'd want. He's just struggled a little bit with his with his fitness, and I think um, you know his back's been he's been sort of having back spasms at the start of game and stuff. And but the, but there is such a, di- a leap yeah. from first class cricket to Test cricket, and the intensity, the expectation. Uh, you know, you got to come back for your third spell with the same drive and and pace as you did with your first and. It's just take it can take different people different mm-hmm. time to be able to react to that and adjust to that. But he's got every attribute you'd want in a in a fast bowler for Test match cricket. As you can see, his record after eight tests is absolutely sublime. So his next move is making sure that he's basically available to bowl. Because if you're not available to be on the park, you're not going to take wickets. Mm-hmm. But he has all the ability to to be able to win Test matches for England. We've we've got. Uh Skip on tomorrow. We've got Ben Stokes on uh, on tomorrow, and uh, yeah, I mean, life must be exciting at the moment with uh, with him and Brendan McCullum. I, mean, I was reading one thing; they're saying no longer do we have the night watchman in in Basball. You're the night hawk, Stuart. You come in there and and have a <laughs> bit of a thrash hawk. about. You know, it's a, it's yeah. a different a different discipline now. It, it, it sort of started. It's a, it's sort of completely made up, to be honest. But it sort of started <laughs> at uh, at Trent Bridge. I was sat there. You know, Joe Root, a great hundred. Ollie Pope, great hundred. And uh, Baz came to me in the change room and just made myself a nice coffee. And he went, uh, Brody, get your pads on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, um, I want you to go in next. So again, I reacted with amazing surprise. And he said, I feel like the crowd, it's my home ground at Nottingham. He said, I feel like the crowd are just a bit quiet. I want you to go out and try and hit your first ball for four. Wow. And then if you get out after that, I don't mind because you're giving the crowd a lift. And that was just an insight Fantastic. into his mentality. You know? So where the Nighthawk came from, we were at... Um, we're at Edgebaston, uh, and normally you have a night watchman with 20 minutes to go to protect the, the next sort of quality batter. Mm. And uh, he came to me with 40 minutes to go in the chase. You know, we needed another 300 or 270. And he said, 
do you fancy going? So I was like, well, uh, well, uh, um, yeah, yeah I'll, uh, I'll go for it, coach. You know, I'll try and impress you. Uh, and he said, basically, try and whack me 20. Try and knock 20 off the scoreboard as quickly as you can. And he said, attack the enemy when they're sleeping, <laughs> which is where the Nighthawk came from. So I got my pads on with the only aim to try and whack it for 20 minutes. Um, and if I got out, it was fine. And uh, I think he's, he's had an amazing ability to take pressure off players so you see the likes of Johnny Bairstow's just come out and actually sort of said look if you get caught on the boundary I prefer that to getting caught at slip yeah uh, and it's amazing that the sort of talent of the likes of Joe Root and Johnny Bairstow can then go and implement what they've got in the locker uh, with their with their minds so free so it's uh, it's been an incredible start to the test match uh, summer with the four test wins and you know it's our job to entertain and and do it again for 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 august yeah fantastic um any questions for ben any good suggestions for a question we can ask him tomorrow stuart oh yeah he put me on the spot there <laughs> well, i mean we always sort of he, he tries to claim he's like a, a tottenham hotspur fan okay um but when the big derby was on last year against Arsenal, we were like, oh, what's the score, Stokes? He's like, oh, what's going on? So oh, I think right, there's okay. a few question marks over that. So don't question him too much on his football. Um, nice. But I think, you know, he's, uh, it's, been a, it's been an amazing turnaround, hasn't it, with mm. the mentality of the Test Match team. Um, and it's been, it's been really deliberate. It's been really deliberately positive. It's been um, all the messaging, all the language in the changing room from Stokesy and Baz has been incredible in, in how uh, forward thinking and how you take the game forward. I basically try and take the draw out of the game completely. Mm. We want to win at all costs. And if we lose trying to win, that's fine. Um, you know, so I'd be interested to sort of pick his brain on how he, how he came up and him and Baz came up with changing that mentality so quickly and just making sure that they're speaking that language all the time. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. we we'll do it all again, myself and Andy, tomorrow. Ben Stokes, England uh, Test Captain, is our guest. We're looking forward to that. Yeah, We've even got a question, good. as you know now, from Stuart Broad <laughs> for him as well. So, uh, Charlie, you're back Thursday. Uh, Thursday for the birthday spread. I've got to win one, Paul. I've got to win one. That's right. We'll see about that. Uh, hope you can join us on one tomorrow. If not, podcast will be available as always just after four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.